Hello, and welcome to the Millennial Economics Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping young people be successful with money. Join us as we discuss personal finance, financial literacy, investing, the psychology behind being financially fit, and much more. Here's your host, Jerry Dixon. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 64 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. A few things out of the way at the beginning, as usual. Um, would love it, love it, love it if you enjoy this podcast, if you've learned anything from this podcast. If you either are a listener on Spotify, if you subscribed to the podcast, that helps the algorithm get this podcast in front of new listeners. And if you are listening on Apple or Google, Um, podcasts. If you leave a review, it also helps this podcast get in front of new listeners and spread the word about um, what we're talking about in financial literacy. I think it's super important, and um, that would be uh, a big deal for us. And also, um, on the website, if you feel so inclined to support the podcast financially, I don't want this to be a pressure thing at all, Um, but there is a feature to support the podcast every month with a small, small, small donation. That donation starts at, I believe, 99 cents. If that is something that you are interested in, you can go to the website, millennialecon.com, and then at the top, in the navigation bar, it says Support Millennial Economics, and you can do so straight from that link. So we will dive right in here. I wanted to talk about a very, very practical topic, a topic that we all probably have to navigate in some form or fashion, a topic that if you have a larger family, you certainly have to navigate. Um, It is grocery expenses every month. And I wanted to give you three ways to save on your groceries every month. So in my house, um, I like to cook. Um, I do a lot of the cooking. I also do a lot of the grocery shopping. Um, I I like it. I like getting out on the weekends and going to old Costco or going to (laughs) some of the other grocery stores that I frequent picking up groceries. And it's, I guess it's kind of a therapeutic for me, I guess you could say. Um, I guess it's my rhythm. So um, I have a lot of experience with this. I have two children. Um, I have a, uh, a wife. <laughs> so we have four bodies along with a dog that live in our house and uh, we have to eat, right? And we like to eat healthy food um, and we like to, uh, um, we, we, I guess you could say we eat quite a bit, <laughs> okay? Um, we like to eat well here um, and good food. So you know, navigating a grocery budget is something that I've had to pay attention to because if you don't and you just go buy whatever you want and you go to all the fancy grocery stores or you're not strategic, I guess I could say, with the way that you are buying your groceries, it can be a very, very large line item on your budget. Even for us, it's a large line item on the budget, even though we are intentional with how we shop. But it would be much larger if, if we weren't as intentional. And I've spoken with many, many people, um, both single, married without kids, um, living with a partner, or married with, with kids. Um, it, it, groceries, are, they are a large expense, um, sometimes rivaling the expense of a small mortgage or rent. So it's something that we need to definitely pay attention to. And it's something that can very easily get out of hand because unlike your mortgage or your rent that are fixed line items, this one can can move drastically month to month, okay? It can get out of hand very quickly. So let's get right into the list here. Um, so number one for me is shop at a couple stores. Shop at different stores, okay? So depending on where you live, whether it's a big city, small city, rural, what have you, there are probably multiple options for you 
where you can choose to buy your groceries. And what I've learned is that certain stores tend to specialize in certain things. Okay. Or another way to think of it is certain stores have things that are more affordable than others. So when I was younger, I would go to one grocery store, local grocery store, and I'd get everything at that grocery store and it'd be very, very expensive. Um, But as I got older, not only did I start to discover some of the budget stores, um, like Aldi, sometimes like Trader Joe's, um, I started discovering the budget stores to buy things, but I also um, started discovering that, you know, if I bought, let's say, snacks and um, dried goods and what have you at Aldi, then I could go to maybe Whole Foods if I want to buy some organic produce, right? Or maybe I could go to, um, I go to Sprouts. I like Sprouts, if you guys have ever heard of that to buy produce, and I know that it's good produce, and I know I can buy organic if I want to, and I know that it is affordable, and then maybe I know that, well, for dog food and for um, paper towels and cleaner and maybe um, we drink a lot of almond milk here, like maybe Costco is the better spot for some of those things, right? So I might have three on my list of places that I go to maximize the savings that I want to achieve. Because if you go to, let's say, Costco for everything, you're going to walk out with a very large bill. Or if you go to Sprouts for everything, again, you're going to walk out with a very large bill. Or maybe you go to Aldi, and they don't have quite everything that you want, right? So it's finding a rhythm in the places that you like to go. Personally, I I went through a phase where I did go to three grocery stores every weekend, and to me, that's too much, so I limit it to two. I go to two grocery stores every, every weekend. Um, And I get produce and some things at one, and then I get bulk items and dried goods and dog food and those sorts of things at the other, and it really works for us, and it helps keep the budget down. So the first recommendation that I would say is shop at a couple stores, figure out what you want, figure out what you like and what your family typically eats, and figure out what stores you can go to to maximize the savings um, for that. So before we get into number two and three, we are going to pause for a very, very short um, word from our sponsor. Hello, kind people, podcasters. I don't know if that's a word or not, but we are rolling with it. I wanted to tell you a little bit about acorns today. And if you've listened to the podcast, you know my passion for acorns is strong um, because I truly believe it's a great platform and I use it personally. Um, So I can tell you over the past four years, Acorns has been an incredible asset to me and my investing. It's where I learned about investing and dividends and compound interest. Um, And again, I still use it to this day. Um, It is a platform that is absolutely fantastic, fantastic for people that are new to investing. Again, I'm not new to investing, somewhat new. I still use it, but for those of you who are looking to start investing or are looking for an easy platform to start investing, I can't recommend Acorns enough. It has two great features among many, but I'll just touch on a few here, the two that I particularly use. Number one is the Roundup feature. So when you open your Acorns account, you can actually link one of your cards, credit card or debit card, to the account Acorns will round up each transaction that you make with that card and invest the spare change into your investment account there with Acorns. How cool is that? If you're looking to do something that's automated, that's going to force you to invest every time you spend your money, this is a great feature. I have used it. Um, it's, it's phenomenal. 
The second feature which I use far more is just the recurring investments. You can set a specific dollar amount and a specific day of the week or a specific day of the month or time of the month to automatically invest money. If you listen to the previous podcast and you listen to my story about um, how I started investing, or not my previous podcast, but one of my podcasts before, about how I started investing, I downloaded Acorns and I started investing $5 every Friday. And it wasn't a lot, but over the months and months, and me even forgetting that money was going in there, I learned about compound interest and I learned about what dividends were. So you can start off small and now I use that same recurring feature just with a little bit more money, but I do it every week. Um, so if you're interested in Acorns um, and the many services that they provide, um, so not only roundups, not only recurring investments, but um, retirement accounts and accounts for your kids, um, tons of things, um, I, I can't recommend Acorns enough. There is a link down in the show notes. If you use that link, my referral link, you're gonna get $5 added to your account um, at no charge to you. No charge. You don't have to even put any money into that account to access that $5. It's absolutely free money. So if you are interested in that and learning more about Acorns and trying it out for yourself, go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will get $5 added to your account. Um, That is all that I'll talk about this, but you'll probably hear me talk about it more in the show. Um, But here is back to the episode. All right, and we are back. So let's dive right into number two on our list. And again, we're talking about three ways to save on your grocery bill every month. So number two is use everything you buy. It's coming from personal experience. So there was a time where I would go out and I'd buy tons of groceries, and that's just a good feeling for me that I'm bringing home food for the family, sustenance for the week and weeks to come. Um, And I would realize that I would get in this habit of getting the same things every week, even if we didn't need it. Because that's just what I got every week. And I would realize that once every maybe three weeks or so, maybe every month, we would end up end up, excuse me, cleaning out the fridge and cleaning out the pantry and the cupboards, and we would throw away a lot of food that had gone bad. Okay? So we'd buy all this food every weekend, or I would buy all this food every weekend. We'd always have a pantry full, refrigerator full, um, and I was buying the same things because I wasn't really paying attention to what we actually needed. And then every month or so, we were cleaning out our fridge and our pantry, and we're throwing away a ton of food. And that is just absolutely wasted money. And so what I did really out of laziness one weekend is I said, I'm not going to the grocery store this weekend. I'll go during the week. Ended up getting busy during the week and didn't go throughout the week. And so um, we ended up having to live off of the food that we had in the house, and we did it. So out of, out of one run on the weekend, it lasted us two weeks. And yes, at the end of those two weeks, it was sparse, and we were kind of scraping by to make dinners and lunches and snacks, but we did it, and we used everything that we had. And so I realized, man, I don't really need to be buying as much at the store or I don't need to be going to the grocery store as much as I do if we just eat everything that we have. And again, it might not be what we want at the end of those couple weeks, right? Or it might not be what the kids actually want to eat. But if we eat what we have in the house, um, that's a great way for my family and I'm assuming your situation um, to save on the grocery bill, okay? And last but not least, um, there is magic in one-pot dinners, I call them. And that's not something that I, I, I didn't learn this phrase. It's just, you know, 
as our house is filled with people, um, and as I've I've been tasked with making meals, um, I've gravitated toward these one-pot meals. And essentially what that is, in my opinion, my definition is a meal that is really good, great ingredients. Um, uh, I like cooking good food, but that I can make in bulk and that um, only maybe uses a few key ingredients and that will last a long time. So we can eat on them for lunches and or maybe a dinner or two. Okay, um, so a lot of times I will um, make like some veggies and maybe a meat and uh, I will um, saute that all up together and season it really good and then I'll put some chicken stock and maybe some rice and I'll make this, this big pot of whatever you want to call it, but we like it. And it's food that I eat, my wife eats, my son eats, and my other son eats. Okay, so it has to all align with all of these flavors. And then sometimes I'll do like bread on the side or we'll do, you know, I don't know, maybe pita crackers and hummus or something like that on the side, right? Or we'll do fruit on the side. Let's cut up some fruit. And what I've realized is that not only are these meals cheap and economical, they're easy to make. They don't dirty up every pan in your um in your kitchen, and also you're not having to go grocery shop for these really weird and random specialty dinners that you have to go to every every store on every side of town to get these special ingredients, um, and you have to buy 50 ingredients to make this dish. I've been down that road. If you are a fan of cookbooks, you've probably been down that road as well, or you end up at some small, obscure Asian market that's only 50 miles away because you're looking for a special type of seaweed, <laughs> okay? Um, and those meals have a place. I like cooking and I like experimenting and doing that stuff. But when it comes for comes to everyday meals, um, doing these one pot type of meals is great. So maybe buy a cookbook with uh, lots of soups and lots of um, kind of like casseroles and one pot meals and start making those types of things, meals that will stretch, um, that will help you decrease your grocery budget. Um, so that is all three. So in review, the three ways um, that you can save that I recommend um, doing that you can save on your grocery bill every month is shop at a couple stores, um, find what stores do things well and what stores do things affordably and shop at them for those given items. Um, use everything you buy. Don't get into a habit of buying the same things every weekend or buying too much food, okay, and then end up throwing it out. And then explore one-pot dinners. Explore simple meals that will last a long time that you guys can eat on for a couple days. So um, hopefully that was helpful to you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 64, and we will talk soon.